uh, for Sunday, a really nice gift. Do you want it? Yeah. Yeah. Can you... Uh, do, you want, do you want the... You, you, want, I mean, you seem to be a bit... I don't think that's... On the top of there? Maybe, you, maybe, we just, maybe we'll just have to leave that till later. Because, uh, you know, to receive a gift, we, we, we need our hands empty. But as Christians, sometimes through life, we, we can carry these things that make it hard for us to receive the spiritual gifts. One of the things... Let, let me help you out here. One of the things we can carry uh, is a sense of unworthiness. Feeling like we're not really worthy to receive a gift. We're not really that great. This crown's a bit broken and rubbish. Grace will remember this crown because she's used it to talk about how God can use us as well. And, and this crown's a bit broken and, and, and we might feel that way sometimes that I'm not worthy to receive a spiritual gift. Why would God give me? He might give that person. I understand that. But why would he gift me? I haven't quite got it right. I haven't got it all together. But the whole thing is that, yes, in a sense, we are all unworthy, but Jesus has made us worthy by what he did on the cross. We are all made worthy by the cross of Jesus. And so that sense of unworthiness, it needs to go if we want to receive the gifts of God. The other thing... Comparison. If we're to receive the gifts of God, we need to lay down comparison. Because otherwise the danger is you might think, well, well, you're really gifted in that way. You're really good at, at music. And I wish I was good at music. But all I can do is, is draw. Or I wish, I wish I could preach really, really well. But all I can do is make cakes. And, and we, we can diminish the gifts that we can make. The gifts we've got seem not very good. Or we can, we can go the other way and think, well, I'm far more gifted than that person. You know, I'm so, I've got so much more to offer than him. We can go either way, but comparison's not helpful because the Bible says that well, what, what Paul says when he's talking about spiritual gifts is that the Spirit decides who gets what. And it's up to him whether you have one gift or whether you have lots of gifts, but we need to not compare ourselves to other people if we're to receive what God has for us. So, I'm not going to throw that one, but that needs to go. The other thing we need to lay down is any distrust we have of the Holy Spirit. If we don't trust the Holy Spirit to lead us and give us good things, then, then we can't receive what he has for us because we'll, we'll kind of hold him at arm's length. And it's, it's really hard to receive a gift if you're at arm's length. And if we don't trust the Spirit and we don't trust that what he has for us is good, then it will be really hard to receive everything he has for us because we might be a bit suspicious of him. Or we might say, oh yeah, Holy Spirit, I'd love the gift of preaching, but that tongues thing, that's not for me. Or we might say, oh Holy Spirit, I'd love to be able to, to see healings, but, but actually I don't ever want to stand up in front of anybody. And we, and we can sort of, sort of put our own terms on the Spirit and say, I don't, I don't really trust him. So that distrust of the Holy Spirit, that needs to go. So that our hands can be open. Now Sandy's hands aren't quite open to receive the gift yet. So as Paul continues to play, I'm going to read from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. If you've got Bibles, you might want to turn uh, to page 1153, beginning at verse 4. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them in all people. Now to each one, the Holy Spirit is given for the common good. 
To one there is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom, to another the message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by that one Spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and still to another the interpretation of tongues. All of these are the work of one and the same Spirit. And he gives them to each one just as he determines. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Brilliant. Sandy, where have you gone? Sandy, come back. So, what have we laid down so far? Who can remember the first one? What do we lay down? Toby, can you remember? A crown. What does the crown represent? The broken crown. Any adults shout it out? Unworthiness. Well done. Some of you are paying attention. We lay down unworthiness. What else do we lay down? What did this one represent? Can anyone remember? What was the mirror representing? Comparison. Comparing ourselves to other people. That needs to go. Uh, What about this one? Can anyone remember this one? Distrust in the Holy Spirit. If we don't trust the Holy Spirit, we can't receive what he has for us, so that needs to go. Now, this fourth one here that Sandy has uh, is, is within this picture is something we made at Messy Church. Who was at the last Messy Church? Now, last Messy Church, on the stage, there was a big picture of the church, and uh, all the children and the adults came and put their handprints on the church. But as you can see, right now, that's all rolled up and shut away. Because the fourth thing we need to lay down also links to the one thing that we need if we're going to receive the spiritual gifts. And I'm going to use a big word here, but don't worry, I will explain it. Because what we need to lay down is any cynicism we have towards the church. If we hold any cynicism, now cynicism is basically all you see is the stuff that's wrong with it. If something is, is not perfect, nothing is perfect, but all you can see is the stuff that's wrong with it. All you can see is the stuff that's broken. All you can see is the stuff you don't like about it. And all you ever talk about is the rubbish about it, the things you talk it down all the time. You never say anything positive about it. You're always moaning and complaining about the church. If that's you, then why on earth would God want to give you the gifts of his spirit? Because what are they for? They're for building up his church. Now, by his grace, he's merciful and he does still gift people. And by being cynical, I don't mean you can't disagree with things that the church does. We're we're entitled to disagree with decisions that are made either locally or nationally, and that's fine. But if that disagreement leads to cynicism, where all you do is speak negatively about the church, and all you do is think negatively about the church, which, let's remind ourselves, is still God's plan A to save the world then why would he gift us with the things we need to build it up? So, we need to lay down our cynicism and see that everything we have to offer builds up the church, that we're all made to build up the church. Now, this is messy church. And some people say, oh, the kids who go to messy church and the families that go to messy church never come here on a Sunday. But they still go to church. They still have a church. And this is that church. This is a representation of that church. And every single one of those is gifted to build up the church. So we need to lay down cynicism. And so now Sandy has open hands. 
And she's ready to receive the gift that has always been intended for her to receive. But before she receives it, we need to ask our motives. Why do we want this gift? Do we want it because it's shiny and it looks pretty? Do we want it because we think it will make us seem better than other people? Now, now there's all kinds of reasons why we might want spiritual gifts. I might want the gift of healing because there's someone I love who I want to see healed. I might want the gift of miracles so that I could see God do amazing things. I I might want the gift of preaching so that I can explain Jesus to the world. And all of those are good motives in and of themselves. But they're not the primary motive for wanting the spiritual gifts. The only reason for wanting the gifts of God is because you love his church. If you don't love his church, then you'll have no need for these. And by love his church, I mean the people sat around you right now. Your brothers and sisters. If you love the church, then God has good things for you. And actually, the message on this reads, To the church, care of Sandy Wickens. So Sandy, you can receive and open the gift with your open hands and your open hearts because you love the church. Why don't you show everyone what's inside? You see, Sandy can be blessed with this gift, but it's designed to be shared among the church. You may notice there's a theme appearing to my all-age services recently, and it, it tends to involve Maltesers. There hopefully is enough Maltesers in there for the whole church. And with that gift, Sandy, with her love for the church, can share that gift after the service uh, with all of you. You see, when it comes to the spiritual gifts, we have to ask ourselves these questions. Have I laid down unworthiness? Do I believe that God wants to gift me? Have I laid down comparison? Am I going to compare myself to others with the gifts I have got and haven't got and they have got and haven't got? Am I going to trust what the Holy Spirit has for me is good and allow him to give me whatever he wants to give me, even if it's not what I'm expecting or asking for? Now, we are, we're encouraged to eagerly desire all the gifts, and that's a good thing. But we desire the gift giver above the gifts. And are we loving his church enough to want to use those? Because the whole purpose of the gifts is to build up his plan A to save the world. And we do that. It says that this is how people will know that Jesus is real, by how we love one another. And the gifts really enable us to do that. And so when we receive them, they're not to be kept for ourselves. They're for the sharing of all people. I rarely talk about sport in my sermons. Uh, And somebody said that they appreciated that the other day, but I'm going to now and I'm really sorry. Uh, The World Cup is on. We can't deny the fact the World Cup is on. A better event starts tomorrow uh, in SW19. But um, the World Cup is on. And the spiritual gifts have often been described in the church a little bit like a football match. 22,000 men desperately in need of exercise, watching 22 men desperately in need of a rest. Let's not be like that. Everybody here has something they can offer God. Let's be open to whatever he has to give to us. Receive whatever he has to give to us and use whatever he gives to us for the building of his church because we love his church and we want to see him save the world through his church. Amen.